Hello, KMIH. Today, I'm sitting down with my amazing mother, Debbie Friend. Debbie grew up right here on Mercer Island and attended MIHS. In her free time, she loves to ride horses and practice yoga. She is currently pursuing her lifelong dream of being a licensed therapist, despite the altercations that the recent pandemic has put on the education system. She is a successful, hardworking student who truly knows the ins and outs of properly acquiring a master's degree during this bizarre time in history. Debbie, right off the bat, I want to ask you, where did you attend school before grad school? Hi. Um, All right. So I attended, right after I graduated from Mercer Island High School, I went to USC in Los Angeles for my freshman year. And then actually I transferred to the University of Paris, La Sorbonne, to study psychology. Wow, that's great. And did you go right into grad school or was there a transition? Um, Actually, when I graduated um, with my degree in psychology, I didn't follow the traditional path. I actually came back to the United States and I opened up a business. So I used my psych degree to work in um, marketing and communications. And I worked, um, I had my own agency and worked for about 20 years actually in that field. Okay, so then how was the transition back into the student environment? Well, so my being a therapist is actually a second career for me, and it was hard. It was It's really interesting to come back um, knowing that the landscape of technology and education and everything is so different. Um, it was, frankly, kind of intimidating and overwhelming, but um, I really wanted to do it, so I dove in. Awesome. And then what does the average workload look like for you in a week? It's a pretty rigorous program. So I'm at the master's level. I am. It's really at least a 40-hour-a-week engagement, um, very, very heavy reading and writing. I usually have about, I would say, 500 to 700 pages a week that I am to read and at least one, sometimes two um, multi-page heavy research papers. So it's extensive. Wow. I bet with all that work, you've uh, produced some really cool quality pieces of homework. So do you have any cool projects that you're particularly proud of? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a couple of them. One of them is a blog that I did about parenting for social justice. So it's how to raise kids in a less fear-based parenting philosophy and more one that um, emphasizes equality and diversity. And then actually right now I am working on um, counseling teenagers in the age of the current pandemic. So it's pretty relevant and interesting. Mm. And then because you are online based, right? Are there any particular challenges that you face in online grad school? Yeah, it is a challenge. It's really hard to relearn how how to learn. I think the fact that I can't be around people and just see their body language and get, you know pick up on communication patterns that are not verbal that's been really difficult. Um, and it's a it's really isolating. It's especially in my field where I'm going into you know clinical mental health. It's really hard to not actually be around human beings. But on the other hand, I think that a large part of the therapy I'll be working in will be telehealth, it will be online based. So though it's clunky and weird, I think it's actually really relevant to have this experience of sort of figuring out how to relate to people over the computer instead of in person. Wow, I mean, I remember you were talking about that workload, right? And how you're a full-time student at home. So how do you manage being both a full-time student and a mother? 
that is hard because it's difficult to not have a physical break from where I am. Um, I've had to really hunker down with some structure. I have to plan my day pretty specifically and hold myself to a schedule um, and make sure that I get mental breaks from um, both parenting and school, quite honestly. Make sure that I have an equal amount of time for myself to sort of recharge my batteries. Okay, and then lastly, Debbie, is there any advice you have for the younger generation going into a college education? Yeah, I would say now more than ever, my biggest advice is that there there really are no rules. I think that teenagers are facing so much pressure and there's so much fear that um, gets transferred to them that, that a lot of teenagers think that there's one avenue toward leading a successful life. But my experience is that really the sky's the limit and you can have any kind of life that you're really willing to have. So whether it's going right to college or taking breaks or never going to college or just totally breaking the rules, I think that's really the the key to doing what you love and being a happy person. All right. Well, Debbie, big thank you from all of us at 88.9 The Bridge.